Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. And fuck Trump in every cartoon voice in the world. Yeah, fuck that guy. He's a fucking asshole. Can I do uh, my Robert De Niro? Carlos Els Rocky. Fucking come on. Come on, voiceover legends. Tara and I. This is fantastic. Tara Strong. How exciting! Your old hat, Carlos. But Tara. Go ahead. How exciting that you're here. I, listen, first of all, he's a fucking brony. I to, see. What a great shirt. He actually, he got to lift Tara over the threshold of your office. He carried me into your studio. Tara oh, has a broken foot. What, yeah. how, what did you do? They both almost went Kick straight it. and gay at the same okay, time. Okay, you're going to understand this because you're they a big dog person. They both almost Right? So I have, a, I have a 110-pound Bernese Mountain Dog. I have two great parodies. Right. And she's delicious. And she was at the bottom of the stairs. She's I my had new two, rescue girl. Right. I had two left to go. And I'm like, who's the prettiest girl at school? And I fell down the stairs. Uh, and I, like, two stairs. Yeah. And guess, that, guess, how, many, guess how many fractures I have. You guys win a prize if you guess. Higher. Higher. 27. Ooh. Like, more than Samuel Jackson in Unbreakable? Less. Less? <laughs> a little less? Price is right. Higher. More than Bruce Willis. Less than... <laughs> higher. Higher. <laughs> Higher, higher than 27. 14, 14. Tw- tw- higher 32, than 27. 32. Ooh. <laughs> what? Higher than... 40. 40 fractures. Where? You like, know what? Wait a can minute. I just say a Bernice that, Mountain Dog is fucking worth it? Spike hey, Lee's company? worth it. 40 fractures and a mule? mule? No, wait. Sorry. I love her so much. Carlos Louise oh. Alzraki. I always get it wrong. You have fun sound Lion. Can I do my De Niro <laughs> swearing now? Yeah, I'll do the do because I always swearing. hold back on air. Because Robert De Niro, like you, hates Donald Trump. And okay, go ahead. So in in, in honor of Fishbone, one of my favorite bands. Do you want to play it first, or do you want me to? So they know what they're talking about, Sean. Or you want me to just do it? Let's do it. This is Robert De Niro doing Fishbone. I'll wait to cue it up. Here it comes. Here it comes. You mother lying piece of sack of shit, sluts, trash can, scummy dirt bag, bitch. Thank you very much, you motherfucker. You cockfucker. That's it. Because I have to hold back on the air. I understand. On the regular show. Yes. This is the fuck the fucking FCC show. Yeah. This is the happy hour. Tara Strong. We're allowed to say fuck on this show? Yep. It's, it's, it's okay right. when it's that voice. Right. Yeah. Uh, Dude is Raven. Tara yeah. Strong. Uh, 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 
go ahead because you're a brony but it's not just it's not just Twilight Sparkle. To, uh, tell, uh, say. Raven, <laughs> Harley Quinn, uh, 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 Raven, B- Bubbles, Power, Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm Rocky and Bullwinkle. She's the new voice of, of Rocky. Rocky, can you do you have a special message for Donald Trump in any of those voices? Hokey smokes. We sure love to have our country back from those weird Russians, dude. Bullwinkle, hey. you got up your sleeve. Don't worry, he's friends of me and Natasha. I get hookers who pee on him. Right, Natasha? Uh-oh. <laughs> we don't I have don't... a Natasha voice here. Here's what... Okay. <laughs> we all... I mean, Carlos I've been in love with for many, many years, but um, I, I just love this article. The people voicing your favorite cartoons hate Trump, too. And <laughs> That's an article? Right? Everyone we love the most. That's a real article? Carlos Rocky, Jim Ward, you... <laughs> Billy where, West. Where was that? Billy John, West. John DiMaggio. I, I, Mark I, Hamill. Tara, I'm gay and I've made out with Billy West. Wow. Uh, um, where was that article? Um, that's hard to say. The girls at the top. Somewhere. Um, <laughs> the internet's been going wild over Star Wars icon, voice actor extraordinaire Mark Hamill channeling, uh, yes, uh, the Joker reading Trump tweets. Fucking the shit. Uh, but Hamill isn't the only voice actor. Tara Strong, uh, who boasts over uh, 460 credits, whatever. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Including roles in My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, Powerpuff Girls, Teen Titans Go, busted out her Harley Quinn to point out the lunacy of statements made by Trump strategist <laughs> Kellyanne Conway. So wait, <laughs> I called it um, Harley Ann Conway. Perfect. You know, there's alternative facts. The Bowling Green Massacre. That was oh, a yeah. bad one, huh, Puddin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love this woman. She's got a great rack, Tara. Or over 460 credits, but you got to see the rack on this girl. Oh. I love, it's like two, Canadian bacon. It's two juicy. happy hours ago, Aisha Tyler, the voice of Lana, also hates Donald Trump. I love uh, it. Yeah. yeah. Billy West, all, all of... What is that, do you think? It, you because know what not it is? only do you guys all have the most fun together, but you're all fucking brilliant political activists <laughs> on top of being... It's justifiable hate in the face of lunacy. Usually hate is not a great emotion, but if it empowers us to get to the polls and get to the... To, to vote, to get to investigations, to help uh, Mueller with his, his investigation, then hate in this case is very justifiable. Anybody that is woke or an awake person should vehemently hate this president and the complicity of the GOP. So hate away. It's, wouldn't it's Twilight, actually helping. Wouldn't Twilight Sparkle want to help Bob Mueller any way that she could? Well, friendship is magic. <laughs> Twilight is definitely a Democrat. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean. This episode will just be called Dance Voice Toys Dance. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Dear Princess Celestia, I hope everybody gets out and votes. This yeah. is Wilco. I think Trump's an idiot. <laughs> Tara, we love you on Twitter, where you are uh, like, what, fuck, goddamn, 400,000 strong. But you <laughs> tweeted my Twitter's all over the place. But to be fair, I have a lot of different characters in my head to please. So. <laughs> it's kind of true, because my Twitter will be like, um, wow, I hate Trump. Wow, I hate what just happened. And... Don't forget to watch this show, and I'll be at that con. And, wow, I hate Trump, and look at this puppy. Like, that's funny. Yeah, my favorite was I got to one, and you're like, bunnies. <laughs> look, bunnies. I oh, mean, you have bunnies. Adorable animals keep me sane on the internet. Yeah. Like, Can I just say I found uh, Jamie, my new rescue dog, through Pet Finder, and I love that Pet Finder is so committed that they were like, here's some great Pyrenees rescues, but here's some other pets you might like, and it literally the first thing was a bunny. And I was like, I know it. <laughs> Ironically, it's the same site where Trump finds his wives. Yeah, exactly. 
bunnies are the worst. He probably meant to get a bunny. They're really yeah. cute when they're babies, but then they 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 often like turn. Like yeah. I when when my was they? really little, she was so cute, and she just Aww. like hang, and then she freaking scarred me. <laughs> She's an asshole. The other bunny's nice yeah. though, but you have to be careful. Both bunnies are assholes, or only one? No, just one. Just one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a vegan, a very animal rights you know yeah. spokesperson. So you always part of the whole thing was to tell people stop fucking being Easter assholes. Mm-hmm. Yes, fucking, as a Jew, yeah. I'm just saying, stopping Easter assholes and getting goddamn fucking bunnies that it's, then end it's up. It's insane how many assholes buy bunnies for right? pictures and then just dump them off. Yeah. Thank you. Like the my talk- brown bunny, the really he's really, he's the nicer one. Yeah. I've seen him in pictures on different people's crazy shit. Like, yeah, that, that's this bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that happened um, with the Taco Bell Chihuahua thing. People bought tons of Chihuahuas right. and then blamed it on me. It's your fucking <laughs> fault. It's, it's a stupid fucking commercial. But yeah, so yeah, but she has been a long time. Fucking Chihuahua Hitler. Really? Yes. All your fault. You made a goddamn Chihuahua too. Zeke tacos. (laughs) Drop the nationalism. This is what's pissing me off. How how come, how did fucking blind allegiance to nationalism replace the freedom to be an American? How does the NFL try to fucking suppress... Free expression. You. Yet, said you can today, be pals Carlos. with Putin. Yeah. You can accept money from Russia, and you're a fucking patriot. It's ass. We were talking about on the way over, right? right? Yeah, How right. insane it is. Oh no, it's just well. Somebody said forced patriotism is fascism. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Wasn't that your tweet? No, you know. No, <laughs> I, re- I stole that from someone else. Okay, I well, saw that tweet. I today steal too. most things from Tara, but. <laughs> Okay, I have a favorite one. All right, talk go ahead. Amongst yourself no, all right, yes. We'll talk amongst yourself. Um, one of other Tara's uh, great tweets. Wow, the underwriter will grab every damn last straw before admitting <laughs> any responsibility in the death of children. That gun was easily attained because there's no law in Texas to secure your gun. Yeah, they blamed everything. Trench, yeah. co- trench coats. Yeah. Doors. Uh, yeah. Ritalin. 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 Video games. Yeah. Video- oh, abortion. video games. Tara- abortion. Video games. Has anyone da- blamed Tara Strong and Carlos Osraki no. specifically oh, yeah. about Sometimes video games? I get hate shit on Twitter. Where oh, I get like, I never read you it. You do Justin this voice and you do that voice and this one's got a gun and this one's got a gun and it's like if everyone They're became cartoons. violent after watching video games, we'd all be dead. Yeah. Japan okay. would be fucking, there would be nobody in Japan. There's something wrong with these people. It's right. culture yeah. here in America. I love this. Well, what do you... Okay, go ahead. Wait, okay, this was a meme, but it says, "Is if, as you say, a car, a knife, and a hammer are as lethal as an AR-15, then why do you need an AR-15 to protect yourself when you already have a car, a knife, and a hammer? Yes. Because their arguments are so They're disingenuous. Yeah. And we as liberals know that AR-15 does not stand for automatic rifle. It's an armor light, 15, Remington. It uses Remington rounds. And was invented by a guy named Eugene Stoner in 1956 or 57. For war, never actually used in war. So yeah, yeah, we know your statistics. I have lengthy arguments with my father-in-law. I was telling Terry about guns. Yeah. yeah. But at the core, there's an impasse. People that own guns believe that it makes them safer. People, I believe, on our fight, we we are in touch with our fear, and we realize that guns don't make us safer. So, that's but it's not even the, just that; it's the propaganda that the NRA puts out. That yeah. The left wants yeah. to take all your guns. That's completely untrue. Have the left gun. wants to do this. Left wants to do that. And they're they're putting out false information to further their agenda, which is a bullshit agenda. What's the group that you're oh, a part of? Okay, so Nora. Yeah. Um, and the main purpose of this organization is to keep NRA blood money out of politics, um, and of course to promote sensible gun laws that are working literally in every other country yeah. in the world. So today, to just today, two extreme risk restraining order bills passed the state house, one in Massachusetts and one in, Il- one in Illinois. These bills right. w- may have prevented several mass shootings, and the NRA opposes them. So this bill basically says if you think your 
loved one is in danger, you can go talk to the police or the judge and ask for a temporary take of their weapon to protect right. either themselves okay. from suicide okay. or someone that they love. That makes too much sense. Yeah, no, they're against it. Gonna, Why? Okay. <laughs> if um, I went to the police and I said, my friend's husband put a gun to her head and, I, and is, she's fearing for her life, they should be able to go get that fucking yeah. gun. Yeah. And I think well, that's where sensible pro-gun people yeah. would, would actually agree. I've said this, Tara, how many times can we say every single one of these shootings has some strain of misogyny in it? There is some d- weird. domestic abuse in their past, some yeah. bullshit yeah. Yeah. that is, uh, you know, explicitly, right? I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, whatever it is, whatever the reason is, to have common sense gun laws, like I said, that are working in every other country, you shouldn't be 18, yeah. you shouldn't be on a no-fly list, you should have to lock up your guns. Like I said, there's no law in Texas. And if someone commits a crime and you did not lock up your gun, you should be charged. There should mm-hmm. be heavier Absolutely. penalties we've been talking about. Which and by the way, I, the father in the latest fucking Santa Fe thing said, oh, my son's the victim. Yeah. And he's, he was a good know, boy with I have gun. the worst pay. And he had a, a, a assault violation, you know, uh, arrest in the past. So, right. So if you had an arrest, yeah. I'm sorry, like. <laughs> my father-in-law would agree. He's a big pro-gun guy. If you've had an arrest or been uh, uh, convicted of, of, of domestic violence, hard prison time, take the guns away. That's where we can agree. And I was pointing out to Tara that the guy in Louisiana that was selling the DVDs because the cops thought he had a gun and he did have a gun, He several times before he had been arrested for illegally possessing or carrying a gun. Now, if his penalty would have been stiffer, five years, ten years in jail, he's not in front of that store to get wrongfully uh, killed by the cops. So that's where we can agree. Tougher gun laws when you're found with a weapon can help both the liberal and the con- conservative side. I don't know if you um, saw my exchange this week with this kid that was suicidal, but I, I love helping people. Yeah. And this kid reached out, and we had talked a little bit, and he seemed to be doing okay. And then he said, he put on Twitter, I'm done, I'm going to go buy a gun. And 20 minutes later, he had a picture of a firearm that he purchased. Yeah, 20 minutes later. Let me just say, and he, and he posted the pictures yeah. and got him help and got everyone together and rallied behind him, and I hope yeah. he's okay. But when I spoke to, you know, when you speak to local authorities and you say, will you take that gun? I don't know. They don't know. How could, he, yeah. how could he buy a, that gun it, in 20 minutes? It is a huge... Knowing what state of mind he must have been in. It, it is a huge factor in suicides because, as they say, it, it is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah. yeah. And it, you can get it immediately, and you can make a decision immediately, and you can carry it out immediately. Right, and something I'm, like 90% of suicides that don't use guns survive. Um, uh, yeah, love, and love, guns make up for 51% of uh, all suicides, and it's cumulatively, not as much as cumulatively all other methods. I had this argument with my father-in-law who said, in Japan, they commit lots of suicide. And I said, it would be disingenuous not to think that if guns were readily available in Japan, that suicides wouldn't skyrocket. And he said, no. And I went, okay, that's where you're defying logic. Absolutely, it would. Wait, they were defying logic? That's so weird. The headline is, Texas school shooting, Harley Quinn voice actor Tara Strong, livid on Twitter. Uh, (laughs) But you said hearing the sweet young voices on the news recounting the horror they just survived is beyond heartbreaking. Their lives are forever changed. Those voices should be laughing, playing, and learning. I had two of the um, survivors of uh, Parkland on, one of whom saw her best friend get her face blown off right in front of her. We're having a mom from Santa Fe uh, shooting on tomorrow who lost her daughter. I mean, we should not be having to have these conversations. We should not be... uh, I'm always awkward about it because I'm like, I I don't want to make this into, you know... I mean, entertainment. Like, I, it's just, you don't I even mean, know how to. I mean, you're giving them a place that they can vent mm-hmm. and talk. Do you see the hatred they get 
Yes. I'm talking survivors and parents of children who died uh-huh. have to combat such disgusting bullying yep. from NRA sycophants. It's and like, people in the government this now. This person just lost his daughter. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Like Tommy Lahren, like, like or Dana Loesch. The response shouldn't be, at least Dana Loesch had the courage to go and do this town hall. I thought it was kind of loose. But somebody like a Tommy Lahren will attack somebody. It's like, why didn't you go and talk to the survivors one-on-one? Don't make and it an issue on Twitter. she's whining like a little bitch that someone <laughs> threw water on her. And by the way, someone made a good point. If if that really happened, she would have melted. And yeah. No, it's secondly, my exorcist one. She's and the freaking Trump, from the And the president is defending What's her that? and not Heather Heyer, who was killed by a car by someone who was like had a different belief than her. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's... it's Anyway, but you... um, I, I Here's what I always love is I feel like... Sorry, we do have all the smartest celebrities and the most politically aware people, and the, you always get these, oh, shut the fuck up and yeah. do your funny yeah, voices. Yeah, gets that all the time. They're You're like, not entitled so to your opinion. So one Twitter user told you, stick to your cosplay, and you said kids Cosplay. died. Right, sorry. Um, I, I should oh, just Stephanie. dress up, but I'm not entitled to an opinion. I mean, I, that's the thing. It's like, yeah. what, what? when did this become America when some people are not entitled to opinion? Like, and... and <laughs> Who the fuck are all the Unless you're Scott Bayo. Tommy Lahren. Where the fuck Scott Bayo or I, uh, Roseanne or like, how, how? Why? How is that different? It's oh. fuck you. Shut up. Unless you're on their side. Right. When Kanye spoke up, woo! He's right. allowed. Right. By the way, I happen to have uh, breaking news from somebody that I know that uh, they believed this person, a female, in the Scott Bayo sexual abuse uh, case when this person was 14 years old and he was dating her. Uh, the DA, the district attorney, believes my friend who it happened to. Oh. So, that well, was on we, TMZ. Okay, Tara, Carlos, hold those thoughts and those voices while we get some more Cameron Hughes wine. Yes, that's right. Stephanie Miller's Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Cameron Hughes Wine. Is it freaking you out, like, how excited I am about Cameron Hughes Wine? You have, like, a group text message, and you send us pictures of your new dog and Cameron Hughes Wine. That's the only thing we get from you yeah, is wine yeah, and yeah. dogs. Well, my shipment just got here. Um, Okay. <laughs> I went on their website because I, I was looking for this. I was thinking, like, how do I, you know, I'm sick of going to the grocery store, the wine store, whatever, and blah, blah, driving and whatever. How do I get it online? I, Cameron Hughes Wine, it just says exceptional wine, extraordinary value, luxury wines for half the price. That's all you need to know. I, I don't know if you know I know wine. But I'm you telling you, this is, these are fantastic wines. And I, I know that like, I'm going, oh, my God. I can't believe that's fourteen dollars. That's that is a thirty dollar bottle of wine, and it is. They they go to they taste wines from all over the country. Um, they do all this sommelierying. I don't even know if that's a word for it sounds you. Good, though. They bottle it. It's all. It is not a winery. It is a. They're different lots. You'll see Cameron Hughes lot is five forty nine. I tasted the best Chardonnay I've ever tasted. Because Cameron Hughes picks it out for you. And it, they have the descriptions on there to tell you exactly what you like. Because you know if you like buttery or you like that. Well, and they go to these small artisanal vineyards. Right. And they get the really good wine that you have to pay like right. $50 a bottle I'm for. I'm telling you, I'm a wine snob. It's the only thing that saves me. I don't I don't drink cheap, crappy wine. Well, you're screwed now because now you right. can drink good wine for cheap. Uh, no, this is uh, amazing. This is not like any other place on where you're getting like name brands and uh, because first of all, they're not great deals. No, but this stuff is all exceptional quality, and I'm telling you, it is half the price. There, there it is, right there. Luxury wines for half the price, and that is exactly right. I couldn't when they first sent it, Travis. Honest to God, I went. This can't be good. 
No, you, you, I, was I like, walked in the house and four, you were like, drink this. 14, 15, 16, $17 a bottle, whatever. You know, it, they have a range. But uh, anyway, we tried Chardonnay. We tried Pinot Noir. They have a sparkling wine. That what? is fantastic. CH Wine. See what I'm talking about. Nobody delivers high-end boutique artisanal wines better. They've been doing it for over 17 years. Uh, it is an unbeatable quality and price, period. Uh, and, and bing, ding, dong, comes right to your door. Like we said, it's like when the Lion King baby is here in my neighborhood. Everybody knows when I get my Cameron Hughes wine. She's standing out there in front of the front for porch everyone. holding up a giant box of wine. Great wine, direct to you. Finest wines direct to your door. It's such a simple concept. A concept that's why it's so good. Uh, Cameron Hughes wine, exceptional value, extraordinary wine. Go to chwine.com. Use that code Miller. What? You get 15% off. That's even on top of... Oh, my... I'm going to explode. It's killer prices and 15% off. And free shipping with your minimum three-bottle order. Go to chwine.com. Use the code Miller to receive 15% off and free shipping with your minimum three-bottle order today. All right. And now, back to the party. Sip, sip, sip. We just had Kathy Griffin on... Uh, Kathy who? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Says who? <laughs> on Happy Hour last week. Says and who? So... <laughs> She did a dumb, which I told her, I didn't defend her. It was dumb. It was, wasn't funny. It was like, yeah, but a Halloween mask would catch him. She was under Secret Service investigation for that two and absurd. a half months on the no-fly list. And you, you talk about, Tara, you were banned from Facebook for yeah. sharing anti-Semitic abuse sent to you from Trump supporters. Yeah. yeah. So they banned you. Oh, yeah. I was gone for days. And it said, and it said if you think this has done an error, you know, click here, which I did a few times. So it was something that I'd posted on Twitter. There was a picture of me and this actor, Riz. Um, Riz, he's hysterical. And he's um, uh, he's a Muslim, hilarious, comedic actor, and we're friends. And I posted a picture, and I said, this is what it looks like when Jews and Muslims are friends. Huh. And someone said, go back to the gas chamber kike and take your N-word friends back to the chicken coop and like a swastika wow. and like a Hail Hitler cartoon. Wow. So I posted about that on Facebook, and I said, this is what Donald Trump's rhetoric invites. Yes. And shut down. And then everyone was rallying for me. And, they, and then after the assessment, they said, after a careful assessment, we've decided to permanently shut your account. If you think this is in, in, in mistake, whatever, last chance, click here. So I clicked here and I said, if this page isn't up in 10 minutes, I'm calling ABC News. And it was up in 10 minutes. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yes. Terrorist you know what? Uh, kike is a derogatory, derogatory uh, term for the, they used to put a keikel at Ellis Island. The symbol was a keikel if you were Jewish. And that's what it stood for. WAP was without papers. Right. So that's where that derogatory term that? stated. Without yes. Papers. It's a keiko. Without papers, then a keiko was put on. Could you very point. inappropriately yes. play uh, Havana Gila? Because um, <laughs> I, I'm not sure if you know, my dad was a prosecutor at Nuremberg, but also. Wow, really? And also. Wait, uh, really? Carlos knows my long term. Tara ex, said your dad looks like my, Bill O'Reilly. Like more handsome. That's horrible. Yeah. Yes, thank you, more uh, handsome. Fight, much fight, more handsome. Fight, 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 fight. Kiss, kiss, fight. Wait, ooh, also, what happened? So, Tara, my point is right. why I feel it's appropriate to bring this up is also Carlos knows that my longest term relationship was with a, a Jewish woman who was in the Israeli army, who was a tank instructor in the Israeli army. Yes. And oh, who also, when Carlos did funny voices for me and my KBC radio show in the late 90s, we thought she had a crush on Carlos. <laughs> Which is why she always <laughs> came in. Yeah. Because she wanted to see Carlos. That in turn, yeah. Tara. Thank you very much. But okay, can I just say I love that you worked with the Yiddish theater, although you did not know the Yiddish language, you performed the Toronto Jewish Theater, uh, and then a youth choir where you sang the lyrics in both Hebrew and Jewish, despite not actually 
knowing. Is that what it says? Hebrew that, and Jewish? That's funny. Yes. I mean. Aniel Tevetotach. Yofi. Ani medaber Yofi. Donald Trump, Badzuma. I knew I have it. I don't know what's happening. All I want to just go is, lady! No, so when I when I was in like the seventh grade, I booked my first kind of professional-ish gig, which is at the Yiddish Theater. And I spoke Hebrew, but I didn't speak Yiddish. So when the like boobies came backstage, like, oh, like... <laughs> they were so cute. What? So you are uh, Canadian, and you have both Canadian and United States residents. The second Trump, Trump, the yeah. second Look Trump at her. got hot, stacked, and then I was like, oh, straight, married kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I was so hopeful for a minute that I have a planned exit plan to Canada, but no, no. How old are your kids? A 16 and What's 13. the Jewish equivalent of, of, of Rumspringer Rums, or whatever? You could do that, pretend you're Amis and have a weekend with... Stephanie, but the day the day Trump uh, got elected, what did you do? I got my kids their citizenship. They're oh. dual now. Oh, so we can, you know, take off a fantastic. Wait, we, have, we have like a point of nexus. You were in Rugrats. My uh-huh. friend Vanessa Coffee did Rugrats. I know Vanessa, oh, yeah. right? She was a she executive. Do? Vanessa at, was a producer. Yeah, she was yeah, also yeah. a producer at Rocco. Way yeah, back yeah, when with Mary yeah, Harrington. Yeah. Where'd she go? And she uh, she was an executive at Nickelodeon. She produced yeah. uh, Rugrats, and uh, she also there's a Billy West connection. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she produced a couple other Nickelodeon uh, kids right. junior oh, cartoons as well. Been a long time, right? I'm yeah, I'm one degree of separation from every voiceover person ever. But okay, so and Jim Ward, fairly odd Jim parents. Ward, you did that genius. as well, right? Yeah. Mother, yes, I did. Timmy Turner's here with me right now. I wish Cosmo and Wanda were here. No, Harry! Wow, this place is weird. No, Mother, I wish the dogs so. would come back. Timmy Turner wants to call you. Oh. I'm the Falcon. Oh no, it's Crocker. No, it's Turner. That broken foot must be the work of... Oh, there you go, parents! Fucking sucks! No, shut the fuck up, Turner! <laughs> oh, this, off the charts. This is why we wanted to book this, because I just don't really have to work. I can just drink. <laughs> Turn and, them on and watch them go. Turn yeah. them on. Yeah, yeah. We also did uh, Wow Wow Wopsy together, right? Oh, no, Wopsy! That was, a, that was such a fun show to do. Oh, well, well, Vanessa well, also did Ren and Stimpy. That's how the Billy West. Sorry. Oh, okay. Happy, He's, happy, joy, joy. Right? Yeah. Isn't? Aren't we in happy joy time, everybody? Oh, happy, Donald happy, Trump's America. Fucking bloody hell, man. Adam Schiff, our good friend, Adam Schiff said. No, I bullets. actually, I always feel like Ren or Stimpy. You idiot, Stimpy, you idiot, you worm, you liar. Why, Stimpy? Why? <laughs> yeah, Adam Schiff was at that meeting. He said nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing. Are you guys nothing. shocked? There's no. no, there's no Spygate. What no the fuck? Spygate. Really, dude? Okay. Not at all. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang cigar. on. Can I have Russian music? Wait. There's a nexus between Trump, Russia, and Tara Strong. Uh oh. Oh, Tara clear. Strong was born in Toronto. Her family Jews who lived in Russia. Oh. <laughs> like she wasn't the spy, Carlos. She was spy. <laughs> oh my God! I'm the Red Sparrow. Boris. <laughs> Red Sparrow. Boris. Uh, immigrated to Canada. Okay. Stormy Danielstein. I love this. Your parents ran a candy store. I loved the candy store when I was uh. growing up. Candy and novelty store. My parents had like a famous toy store, candy store. They're the best stickers. Like I always had the best sticker collection. And we used to take road trips from Toronto, Buffalo to get the American candy. I'm from oh, Buffalo. Yeah. You are? Yeah. We went uh, make out. Okay. Kiss, kiss, we went kiss, later. Kiss, later. Kiss. Um, and also, um, my dad, my parents were the first to import Hello Kitty merch into Canada. And I've got pictures of my dad like in a Hello Kitty furry outfit. And wow. I'm like five years old. And then boom, that's my first job. That was your first wow. job. Job, the voice of Hello Kitty. Wow. 
Hello Kitty's Fairy Tale Theater is proud to present The Wizard of Paz. Oh. See, still got it. Still got it. It's making Wait, a comeback. All right, let's do a little more history for you. So you you say your son is now old enough to respond to your work. That's what it's all about. Oh. You've been nominated that, that must be an multiple article. times for what's an Annie Award? Is that like Tell them. The one in 2017, Tom Kenny handed it over to me. An Annie Award is uh, noted for outstanding che- achievement in the voiceover acting world. And I oh, okay. And it, uh, uh, it's uh, not just presumes, voices, though. There's writers it, and... It presumes that you know the animation award. You're talking about me. Okay. Presumes you know no, the sun oh, will always come out tomorrow. Outstanding creativity in the animation world, world whether right. it be producing, right. acting, sound, design, acting, Fantastic. acting, acting, me, me, but me. But I'm the Susan Lucci of the Annies. I've been nominated like eight times, never won. Yeah. yeah. I won the award. Listen, you motherfucking Annies. <laughs> the sun is going to fucking come out tomorrow for Tara Strong. Or someone's gonna mm-hmm. get a fucking it's a hard goddamn daytime Emmy up their ass. Okay, yeah. I got the trophy at home. You do? Yeah, it's just collecting dust. Fantastic. It's actually an instrument of death that I might kill my wife with it in a heated argument. Are you? We okay? watched Dateline though. I'm a little worried. Are you no, okay? I won't get away with it. You almost were. You were also Nev Campbell's roommate. She got the role. You both auditioned for Party of Five. She got it. Whether was there hair true. pulling and that's slapping? No. We went to high school together. Uh, We've been friends since high school. We moved to L.A. at the same time. I gave her my shirt to try out for Party 5. I did not try out for her role. Oh, okay. She booked it wearing my clothes. Okay, but your shirt like won her But role. then I did another episode, so maybe that's why the article got confused. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Um, Travis, this is for you. Involved with a charity group called uh, Bronies for Good. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bronies are the most giving fandom ever. Thank yeah. you. They raised 40000 for a vet clinic at a zoo that I raise money for called the Wildlife Learning Center. Have you been there? I have not. But okay, it's in Silmar, and okay. it's a rescue zoo. So it's only animals that have been rescued. I'm talking some asshole buys a monkey or there's an injured oh, falcon. Okay. And because I raise money for them, because the bronies are so awesome, I get to go in like the cages by myself if you want to come. Oh, you know who else we had on the show? Animals. Sam Simon did that. Who so died? Void Simpson. Fun. Speaking of voiceover, Sam Simon from The Simpsons did that, right? He had yeah. a, a Tippy Hedren, of course. Yeah. No, but right. I mean, he had a, a, the same thing. The the rescue something. That's really zoo. Sweet. He had a big rescue as well. That yeah. Was, that was. Speaking of which, the fucking trophy hunters like Trump's kids, killing so elephants much. and posing with them. All uh, that shit. I hate they just so fucking much. rescinded the Obama. They yeah. can shoot hibernating bears, bears on their clubs and lure them a with bacon bear. and syrup. Yeah. Just. Yeah, you posted that too. It's just sickens me. Everything wrong in the world has been decided by Trump and this administration. Scott Pruitt, EPA, get rid of regulation. No, that's why. That's why it's okay to hate. Every decision that Trump makes directly affects my children, and that's when my mama, papa bear comes out like you, motherfucker. I hate you so much. You're into Robert you directly, De Niro? You motherfucker. You after my fucking kids. I know who you are, Broxdale. I know who you are, but you don't mess with a man's family. I know who you are. Get in the bus. It's true, though. And I put that on my Twitter a long time ago. I said, I wasn't political until it enraged me. Like, yeah. everything he does. And it's pretty and much everything he does on the is daily. Horrible. is horrible. Yeah. You can shoot swimming caribou. You can uh, fucking... It's just... Uh, everything they do is so incredibly mean. And what are their kids... What's this kids are like, Dad, can you fix it so I can shoot some animals? Oh, fucking punks. Dad. We should do the voices for his kids. Uh, uh, who what, does oh, Eric Chuck Could you trip? please do... Now here is Don <laughs> Jr. and uh, Eric, courtesy of Tara Strong and Carlos Elzraki. Dad, I'm going to go kill a leopard. Yeah, let's go Come do on. it. Don't send me over to North Korea to fight a war. I want to kill a leopard or an elephant. I want to really go Come murder on, an please. animal. Please, can I marry who I want? Can I have sex with Stormy Daniels? I have $103,000. Hey. Wouldn't Rocky want to shoot 
another moose while it's swimming? Hey, what are you doing here? Rocky loves all animals, dummies. Hey, Rocky, why'd you poison that motherfucker? <laughs> I don't, I'm not in trouble because I don't do the voice of, I can say anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't um, fire me. Don't have a job. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, we just did a story this week and I just, I blame Tom for everything about like you were saying, the stuff that enables anti-Semitic shit that people, you know, post to you on Twitter or Facebook. And uh, what was it, Travis? A um, man punched pregnant deaf woman in the stomach and her service animal in the face on a flight what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what right you could well there's no, yeah, you can't explain that, that, that this is what's wrong with america now wait why because he didn't like no. uh she the it was a, a great, great dane. dane and the wife thought it was too big and so the husband punched it and uh they got a fight with the deaf couple who started signing at them and then ultimately he punched the pregnant woman in the stomach because he's obviously a pro-life uh, evangelical Christian uh, Trump supporter. Yeah. And um, what? I'm sorry, what now? That, that's a real story. Unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. And there's another guy that peed on a, a seat of a woman in front of him because she wouldn't uh, fuck him, I guess. Right? That's a really weird culture. The like the, the, the um, thing in Toronto that went down. The incel. Oh, thank you. And so that is fucking scary. That right? shit. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I, I you guys who think they're entitled. You're to raising sex. you're raising two sons. Like, how do you? Yeah. You're raising two daughters. That's how do you, so. How do you go like my world of my world? Like, that's so different universe. Like, who the fuck raised those guys? Like, what yeah. the f- like? My kids are a thousand times smarter than half the yeah. shit I read. On. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, what? What? People were saying like, what's going on with kids? And like, here's me and my wife. <laughs> kids don't get sleep. Our kids were on a sleep regimen. Their brains need to grow. The selfishness of couples right now. We went to like a bowling alley for somebody's birthday at 11 o'clock at night. And they, they have babies that are up because their fucking worldview is like, I don't want to give up my life just because I had a kid. I want to go out late and drag my kid with them. Maybe it was no. like a bowling birthday party and they couldn't get a sitter. No, but <laughs> stay the fuck home. This is why kids are growing up with short attention spans and are all fucking moody. Because you drag them out because you don't want to sacrifice anything. That's what entitlement is. Yeah. I'm not giving up my life just to have a kid. Well, yeah, you got to sacrifice a little bit. Yeah, and sorry. Then, and then put on Ritalin, and then Oliver North can blame that on yes. why there's yeah. school shootings. <laughs> Oliver Lyon. Yeah, there. but I mean, this latest kid, you got like you got a father that's calling him the victim yeah. and saying, you know, Isn't he's it amazing a, that he's he a good boy though? and uh, huh? the good boy survived, right? The black guy with his phone in his hand. No, he, he three, didn't survive. Yeah. Three no. kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ster- what's the thing? Um, Sterling from the Bucks just got arrested in Milwaukee uh, in January. Got yeah. arrested. He had his hands in his pockets and they tasered him. Yeah. Because he parked. Tara, what does uh, Twilight Sparkle from My Little Pony feel about the state of the world and <laughs> Make it Donald light again. Trump's America? Is there anything Sparkle? I'd like to put some Twilight in that Sparkle. Twilight Sparkle recommends everybody quit hating on each other on the internet. Stop yeah. cyberbullying. Melania seems to have lost her handle on that. I'm going to take over and be the friendship master of the internet. Your faithful student, Twilight Sparkle. You know, Twilight Sparkle was being best, being of the best, being the best, being the better, being the best of the better. (laughs) I think before Melania stole your fucking axe as Twilight Sparkle, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Be best. Be be best. Be the fucking best. Be best. Have the courage to leave your marriage, you gold-digging whore. That was horrible. Did I say that out loud? She's a gold-digger. That was horrible. We'll we'll edit that out. She's Um, courage. She's gutless. 
complicit in all the bullying of her so-called husband. I know. I used to feel sorry for her, but I don't anymore. Yeah, right. strong women do not support Melania. Like those sinkholes are not her fucking tunnels that have they collapsed. Are her tunnels. Like she can't even fucking tunnel she's properly. She's boring with her teeth. <laughs> oh, fine. Don't you think she's like a gopher in like Caddyshack? And she's ugly. Bill Murray's like what? She used to be beautiful, but her countenance is ugly because she sold herself, sold to the devil. She totally did. Um, Tara Strong, ladies and gentlemen, has used her huge Twitter following to raise several hundred thousand dollars for kids with cancer, <sighs> snowflake, animal rescue groups, <laughs> yeah. as well as commandeering her voices for her anti-bullying uh, bullying platform. Um, and you're also you doing a lot for okay, the blue sorry. wave too. What do I? I'm oh my god, I can't stop it. Wave. Okay, what? How do you? I, I've asked this. Because I'm, as you know, a childless loser that clearly works in my basement. But how do you, when you're raising kids, I don't know, what do you say when we have the biggest bully in the world in the Oval Office? I, how do you every day go, don't do that, don't say that, don't be like that, don't... I mean, it's it's scary to think that that's the example that America chose. I think, yeah, I think you, as your children, my children inherently know that he's bad. Oh, yeah. They just do. I have a four-year-old and a seven-year-old, and they, they get it. Like, he's a bad man, right? Yep, I don't have to explain it to you. You can just see it. Yeah, when my when um, when he won, my thirteen year old said, "Mommy, I was about to witness the first woman president, and now we have the first bully." And I was like, "That's right." You got it. Didn't your That's son right. at a parade, or he, he got into an argument? I think it was about ocean. The the oh ocean. Oh my god, my older guy. Well, so I I have not eaten meat since I was sixteen years old because I'm a crazy animal lover. But my son, wow. who's like a scientist, goes starts who he grew up eating as long as it was like kosher or organic or whatever he ate a bunch of different things and then he like goes hardcore vegan he starts researching who's living the longest who has the least amount of cancers you know the environment obviously yeah. animal cruelty videos are enough to make anybody vegan mm -hmm. and he becomes like hardcore hardcore and he convinces yeah. me to go hardcore and the one of the thing about things about global warming is this huge percentage yeah. of global warming is because of listen Moby lives right. two houses up he's been here for the half John okay. Robbins diet for terrifying America. Lisa okay. Bloom's been here so for we were terrifying at, oh yeah so we were at the I mean um, Mary Lou Henny's done this happy hour she's like I smell meat or cheese what, who's been <laughs> yeah. so we were at the science march and not one booth on global warming had anything to say about try going vegan to help the environment so Sammy asked someone and she attacked him. <laughs> And, like, obviously she just wants to eat meat. So she's like, you don't know where you're getting your information from? And, by the way, my son stood his ground. He's like, actually, the information is and here's the statistics. And and she was like, you should watch your mouth. I've been a NASA scientist this many years. And he says, well, you should do some research on And he really stood up to her. And he walked away. And the woman that was with her chased us and said, your son has a brilliant mind. And she said, I'm sorry she shut you down. That's completely the wrong thing to do. Yeah. And I was really proud of him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it takes 5,000 gallons of water to produce one pound of beef. And by the way, cows are really cute. They're like big dogs. Don't you take fucking They're Sarah so Sanders' cute. cow. Don't Particularly you take the one away. that fed Sarah Sanders in her whole youth Whoa. when the her boys dad, like, didn't were Didn't her dad just fat shame somebody? Didn't? Yes. What? what? Have you seen your I freaking this. heifer kids? I'm daddy, I'll be back, I'm going to the barn. The brothers get all the table food. I gotta suck your teeth for a while. Sarah's not familiar with the story. During the morning show, we decided that Sarah Sanders, when she was younger, was a very thin Huckabee. Oh, yeah. And the brothers the were very husky, and they had to fight over food at the dinner table. And she ended up getting food from the cow. She'd go to the barn, to the barn and, and oh. just get it right from the source. Milk right oh. from the teat. Got it. My brothers are hogging all the biscuits and butter, so... Hey, get in here. Supper's on. I can't get none. That's just 
disgusting. And she's an ugly she got, her, His person. point is that's where she got her vittles. Yeah. And Tara. she's fat, too. So what is her dad calling fat shaming people right? for? Fat. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I, speaking of animals, uh, I read that you had oh, to make squirrel noises bubble uh, bubbles is without re- realizing it. You were making the face and putting your fingers up. <laughs> it was like this. People were like, um... It was actually Tom Kenny. Yeah. He's like, is this how you talk, squirrel? You have to do this? Yeah. No, know. but you know, all you brilliant voiceover guys <laughs> like Carlos and like Jim Ward, always, whenever he does Bob Dole, he's like, Bob Dole, and he always has to yeah. pick up the pen. Bob Dole thinks of Bob Dole, like he picks up the pen. Whenever I do bike horn sound, I have to squeeze my own breath. <laughs> Otherwise, I can't do it. <laughs> See? Billy West is in here. He's like, something he has to do with his voice for some thing he has to do like this with his neck. It's Richard Nixon. Yeah. Oh, Richard Nixon. Yeah. He goes. Yeah. You guys are fucking weird. Brilliant, though. Tara, along with so many other brilliant voice actors and act. I just, I don't even use actresses. That's not even proper. Just act. We're all actors. There's just so many. I would watch a session of Fairly Odd Parents, the latest session we had. We had Kari Walgren and Tara and Darren Strong and Suzanne Blakesley. And I would just sit there and watch these jazz musicians just like going on. It's incredible. Voice actors are, I know oh, that voice when, is the documentary. When Jim Ward does William Buckley, he does the eyes. Yeah, like, Jim is uh, brilliant. But because, voice uh, actors. And I'm like, you don't, no one can see it on the radio. But Tara, you talk about this because I've always said this was much, just piss you guys off that like in voiceover, like everything else, there's a thing for big names. And you go, we got to get a big name. And no one even fucking knows who they are. Like you're going, that we don't know that was tom hanks necessarily or whatever but you talked about mark hamill who we both love also fellow ferocious trump hater i tried really hard to get him to call in today but he's actually Aww. at a screening of um, he was gonna call him to Jedi. say hi to you no yeah we're gonna have him call in i was emailing with him but, uh he's there the thought pudding. he was doing a q a right now he said tara's tara's a big enough name she can handle it on her own <laughs> but you said uh with certain stars like mark hamill they immediately uh impressed you with their vocal abilities um because you were saying a lot of these big names, it's like, it's actually craft what you guys do. Of course, and it, I mean, you've seen yeah. it. They come in and they think, oh, it's just acting. But it is acting, but it's a different form of acting. I, I often say you're asking a tap dancer to do ballet. and Not everybody mm-hmm. does both. And sometimes they get so freaked out when they see what we do. You know, they've got one line, one character to do. Carlos is busting out 10 different impressions and they're like, yeah, I can't do that. And I've seen celebrities walk out. Yeah, yeah. Robin Williams, of course, was great at, on Happy Feet, uh, Elijah Wood. But there, there were cases where I did work with certain celebrities that, yeah, they didn't understand the concept of not having anybody to bounce off. So it was, it was an awkward form of acting for them. But, yeah, these ja- – uh, I, I often call voiceover actors studio musicians that nobody knows about. It's like we, need, you, we want it four years younger, we want less accent, and we want it faster. Done. Got it. Done. It's in my computer. Thank you. And that's, that's um, a skill. Yeah, I mean, I, you, I'm okay with it. It's just the difference in pay that really is upsetting. Yeah, <laughs> a little upsetting. <laughs> Sorry, we don't have more than double scale for you, but Julie Louis Dreyfus will get 10 million for her episode. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. But like Mark Hamill, when he started doing the Joker, people didn't realize it was him. He's so good. It was. It was like a. Like yeah. it was like a shock when you well, discovered it's perfect that. for Donald Trump tweets. But uh, the the article about you, I just wanted to talk about too, real quick. Hero in disguise. Tara Strong's a mom, wife, activist, voice behind hundreds, hundreds of favorite TV and movie characters. You said one of the phrases you hear most from fans is "Thank you for my childhood." From Bubbles to Powerpuff Girls to Timmy Turner on Family Office, Harley Quinn, uh, Twilight Sparkle, My Little Pony, uh, Teen Titans Go. I mean, I, I have to keep saying it, like. Our childhoods were different than the active shooter drill childhoods. So when people say that to you, 
that means a lot, right? Oh my God, it's so nice. I mean, so many people come to me at cons and they're shaking and they're nervous and they say, you know, Raven got me through my depression and Bubbles helped me through my parents' divorce. And I've had like, there was, there was a mom about six months ago at a con and she was crying, crying. And I, I went over to her and I said, are you okay? And she said, that's my daughter. And it was a girl dressed as Raven. And, and, and I went over and I was talking to her and, and, then I w- and then I went back to her and she hugged me and she goes, she's autistic hasn't spoken in five years and once she knew you were coming she hasn't stopped talking it's awesome. i'm like wow what that's, how do you not live on that forever how, right forever uh, wow it's really cool that's, that's one of the reasons we go to cons you know it's like you have to give back to these yeah. fans i mean i always i often feel like bad for our predecessors they didn't know how loved they were <laughs> yes. because of the internet people know us they recognize yeah. us by face it's yeah. pretty cool nick Akerson so, was at our show the other day nick has a uh, autism and He's a big voiceover supporter, and Gray and I and Roger Craig Smith did a show at Flappers, and Nick came, and it, it means a lot to them, and the mom is always there to let it you know. It means so much that yeah. you're friends with That's them. pretty cool. I mean, yeah. there was one kid that was bullied that I did a personal phone call for, and he came home and said, if anyone gives me a hard time, I can say Twilight Sparkle's my friend. And that gave him so much confidence to finish high school, like... That's yeah. a huge gift that we have and yeah. a huge responsibility. Too. Well, it, it is, I'm sure, saving lives, keeping some yeah. kids alive in, in what has become such a mean yes. society. It's so and and, mean. I, I, and I, I know Trump is not the only catalyst, but I swear to God, Tara, I feel like he's starting oh, a race war. He is you saw what I tweeted today, right? He's shining the Nazi symbol in the sky. Yeah, when like he's Batman. saying, you should get out Hitler if man. you're not going to stand up, get out of our country. He's opening the That's floodgates to people bullshit. to go, get out of my country. To Black anyone people, who isn't get right. out. That's yeah. what he's done. I mean, between the Justice Department meeting today and the saying, you know, they shouldn't be able to allow it to be in the locker room if they don't kneel. They should get out of the yeah, country. And what? That what is fascism, yeah. Hitler. And by the way, why is nothing done that he called that he called African nations shithole Shitholes. countries? Why is nothing done that he said, "There's my African American"? Like Look he at is so blatantly. Look at the black people. Um, <laughs> Kool Aid and everything. Why did nothing happen when he called them shithole nations? Why? Why? Because the Republicans are spineless little. Um. Well, that's one of your other big causes, is the blue wave. Yeah. Because we need that to get him out. We need, yeah. everybody needs to vote for yeah, uh, please. normal and human beings. Can please. I just say, all right, we're going to talk about a bunch of other political stuff real quick, but I just, your whole talent, I mean, how you're using it for activism. First of all, you said you started doing funny voices when you were a kid. You used to hold your mom's hand when I was six and say, let's pretend we're from England in the store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. <laughs> what? And and how was your mom? Was she uh, her voice worked so so? <laughs> no, but she always encouraged me for sure. My mom and dad like they didn't know anything about showbiz. You know, I grew up in Toronto. The closest thing was my grandfather was a cantor. But they they always encouraged me to go after yeah. my dream. I had tons of acting classes, singing lessons, see, you know, scene study, improv. Which we always tell people if you want to get into voiceover, mm-hmm. be a trained actor because that's so helpful. But yeah, but um, you talk about your great grandmother. I mean, she saved like part of your whole family at 16 she got them onto a boat got them out of there mm-hmm. you say i have a lot of family that perished but my bloodline goes on because she was so brave you obviously got her blood you got her <laughs> I think so. she was pretty genetics strong. man i mean you know you said not not want to take her life for her falling for granted strong brutally uses her public social media platforms for good and you talk about using your twitter to raise money like that's but i i, I do feel that comes from your blood like i've said my dad being a you know a, a, a prosecutor at nuremberg i have a fascism early a, alert warning in my yeah. blood mm-hmm. like i you know and he it was his running mate that went to nixon and says time for you to go like we don't have those republicans now 
We, no, we have, I, I think they're all bought off. They're bereft of... I think they've yeah. all been bought off. and They're all scared because they're going to get caught up in this. That's right. Yeah. How can you be that compli- complicit? complicit? How can you be that silent when someone you know is spewing vile and garbage and hate and lies and you stand there going... Pen, no, the I mean, worst. when I saw him <laughs> yeah. defending Nazis in the streets of Charlottesville, Hello. I'm like, my father would fucking... Hello? Yeah. yeah. And by the way, you know, the there are a lot shit. of good people on both sides. A lot of good <laughs> and, people. And my favorite thing is his supporters saying that didn't happen. And so I put in my thread the video of it happening. And they said, that's been a CNN doctored video. I go, this was live. It was seen along with half of the world. And then my girlfriend posted the exact same video from Fox News. Yes. And the Trump supporters still said it didn't happen. I'm Here's video. <laughs> where are you guys? I, I Where are you guys feeling? Oh, I know. It's my baby I rescue dog, my... Jamie the Bionic Dog. Jamie. Jamie, what do you hear? How about we swally, Jamie? Get you out of Lafroy 10, Jamie. PT, get it through your gullet, Jamie. How do we feel about... All right, Jamie. Uh, Tara and Carlos. Wait, so where are you feeling? You guys, honestly, I don't know what it is. About voice actors, whether it's you guys, famous people like Carlos Osrocki, Tara Strong, Billy West, Aisha Tyler. The Tom Kennys of the world. Uh, Tom Kenny. John DiMaggio. Uh, J- Rick Overton. All of you guys are such powerful political activists. I think we are awake. We're, we're just awake. We're, we're privy to distilled arguments, to information, and we're aware that there's a real sense of danger of losing this country. I, I came here to your house when Adam Schiff spoke and when, when Congressman Liu spoke. There was real emotion from those guys. It, it doesn't have to be at that level. We're, we're just awake. I, I think artists are, are traditionally awake. voiceover people in particular. Yeah, voiceover people but in I particular. We are awake. But why do you think that is? I don't know, because we're, we're because, used to watching people and tuning also, in. we're used to like getting things not because of how we look, right? Yeah, we depend on our vocal do. qualities yeah. to get voiceover work. Yeah. Are you doing people at the royal wedding now and Harry and <laughs> Meghan's <laughs> wedding <laughs> talking about Oh my America? God, that, Where's your, that dress was a no for me. <laughs> that was a no really? for me. Wow. I, I, I just thought it. she's I like that dance off. Come on. Hot, gorgeous. Come on, Meghan. Show your wares. It just didn't fit her on top. I didn't watch. It would have been totally inappropriate. Show us your tits, Meghan. That would have been totally inappropriate. Has a, a well, listen. There's a brony here, so speak carefully. As yeah. Twilight Sparkle, do you have hope for America? What do you do? You have optimism. Of course, do you I feel do. like justice will be served? Yes, I do, because friendship really is magic, and someday everyone will get that. Yeah, Rocco would be like that too. Rocco's always had optimism. You know, sometimes there's crazy things that happen in the world, and you get really scared, but in the end, everything seems to turn out okay. But do Rocco's you think part of it is I don't have that. As voice or actors, in a lot of ways, you're, and this is going to sound weird, but you're raising kids. Yes. And you have that, there's almost a parenting nurturing thing, because what you're doing is providing entertainment to them, providing lessons to them, teaching them things about right. the world and life. That could be part of it. So I think that might tie That's into what's going on. That's an answer. And it's true, because I've had this anti-bullying campaign my entire yeah. life. Yeah. So to watch the biggest bully, and bullies and liars is my biggest pet peeve. So you were sort the of The biggest bully liar. Up. I mean, my sister was really, really bullied, and yes. my mom was really, really bullied, and I would hold both their hands and help them and fight for them. And I've seen how devastating it is. So to have the biggest bully and liar <laughs> in the in White the House, I just, it's... But do you feel like there's a disconnect between the characters that you guys voice in the cartoons and real life under Donald Trump? And how do you explain that to your kids? <sighs> yeah, absolutely there is, because we, we're a beacon of positivity and, and hope. Which there still is, but yeah, it, it, it is at odds with what's really going on and the corruptness uh, of mankind right now, especially in our country, but 
there is that duality where we're making happy voices for kids. But when you go to a con and you change somebody's life and you make a personal connection with them, that that cuts through it. That's so, also empathy, which is something yeah, that they empathy, seem to be lacking on the yeah. other side. Hello? I mean, they can rip away babies from their moms and put children in internment camps. And in, in warehouses. What the? They're brown babies, okay? They're evil. They're animals. Okay. Literally every day you go, what? Mm-hmm. What? Can it be worse? What can it come um, up next? What, okay, I have to ask another thing. Why is it that women always voice little boys in cartoons? Because? I did a movie with uh, uh, Yardley Smith. <laughs> but I'm like, what? And uh, who played uh, Bart Simpson? Uh, uh, was Cart- Lisa Nancy Cartwright. Cartwright. Nancy Cartwright. Yeah, yeah. It's because vocally, uh, little boys who do voices or men really can't reach that quality. It's very strange. Dee and uh, Billy West are pretty good at, at getting there. Sometimes Tom Kenny, but it's very hard for us to stay at that level. And so women generally have the smaller, I guess, maybe smaller vocal cords or the ability to, to maintain boys. Boys will grow out of their characters, and then they'll have to look for a new actor, as they've done on the loudest. I haven't heard like a reason from a, a man before. Yeah. So I'll give you the reason from a woman's perspective. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, real little boys' voices change. So That's you won't get a real kid in that role because if the, if the seasons go on, you'll have to replace him, yeah. right? So that's why they don't use real little boys, although sometimes they do. But if you listen so to So you're real, saying you're not a real boy? Sometimes. If you listen, like Pinocchio. <laughs> if you listen to actual 10-year-old boys and 10-year-old girls talking, you're not going to be able to tell them apart. So in essence, I think all little boys have a little girlish quality to right. it. So I think mm-hmm. that's part of it too. Yeah, right. It's probably a mix of everything. Androgyny. Trump's yes. Trump Trump world's worst enemy. Yes. What are these people? I can't define them. Are they brown? Are they evil? Are they animals? The male, the female. The compl- that, and you actually hit the nail on the head. The complexity of of thought, of argument, is what really infuriates the alt-right. Is that they, they, they subscribe only to an agenda filled with hate and fear. And so that's what terrifies me. We were talking about this on the way over. The David Hoggs of the world, the Emma Gonzalez, right? This, this is infuriating and terrifying. Ronald Reagan said it way back in the 80s. They don't want an educated electorate because they won't vote Republican. That's yeah. why he made it harder to get into colleges. And so this activism uh, against guns by youth is terrifying. It terrifies they're, they're the David one that's going to bring the It terrifies the, the, Tommy Lehrer. As, that these Don, kids as David Hogg says, the kids will win. That's right. Yes. Yeah, he said that today. That's He's right. awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome and yeah. so brave. And the shit that he gets thrown at him from grown people. Yeah. Like, exactly. His friends People that have just died. watched their friends being massacred. And by the way, Diane Feinstein, the reason she's so passionate about it, she's the one that discovered Harvey Milk Thank and Moscone. She you. walked in the rooms and saw those and dead by bodies. The one, she's the one that said, of course this affected the outcome election before James Clapper said it. Absolutely. And so, you know, I think we should close for America with however many of your voices that you want to tell America it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right, America. It's going to be just fine. Hmm, whatever. Mother, I don't trust that Trump. I agree, Denzel. Finally, we agree. I wish Obama would come back. I hope Elena of Avalor can be president. Well, this was fun. Uh, hey, uh, hey, hey, cat dog. Too bad a cat and a dog can't be president. That guy in the office is a jerk. <laughs> he really is a loser. <laughs> Holy shit, is that fucking asshole still the fucking president? Oh, what? You fucking, you motherfucker. I hope you fucking lose you, you mother. Run, Baron, run. Get in the van. Let's just say, God bless. Yeah. <laughs>
I know, I know words. God bless the United States. Uh, <laughs> remember that day? God bless. His teeth were falling out. <laughs> That's what happens when Hooker P or gets in your mouth. Or as Rudy Giuliani would say, of, God bless uh, of, the United States. Of America! Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Tara Strong, you're the shit. How do we follow you on Twitter? How do we support your causes, your at activism? Tara, so, at Tara Strong is my it's my Twitter. Same with my Instagram. I also have a professional page on Facebook. My charities are the Wildlife Learning Center, um, Mini Therapy Horses, and Nora. And they're all on Twitter. <gasps> she just said mini horses. Oh, wait, we're back in. They're going to be at my wedding. <laughs> To somebody equally hot but gay that she knows. Okay. And <laughs> at Carlos Ellis Twitter, at Carlos Ellis Rocky Twitter, and mine is Michael's Learning Place. It's a, a center in Inglewood for kids with autism run by, uh, oh gosh, Ed Lynch. Michael's Learning Place. M Y C H A L S Learning Place. Fantastic. God bless the, God bless both of you and, and also God bless the United States. <laughs> Shut up, you fucking moron. All right, I that's got, it. I got hook a pee in my mouth. What happened? Happy fucking Listening. happy fucking happy hour. Happy Jeez. hour, LaFloy. Christ Get it let us survive the shit show. Get your swally on this. Yeah.